Won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. Worked hard all my lifetime. No help from my friends. So, oh Lord, won't you buy me a okay. Mercedes Benz? I think it's life. How do you? How can you tell? I have no idea. The bars are moving. Yeah, I just go based on you. And go. I think it's me in the squeaky chair today. Yeah, still. Oh no, it's you. It's still a little squeaky. I think it's because I weigh so much. I weigh like a hundred pounds. <laughs> right, so, and I only weigh eighty-five. Yeah, I I meant to say, <laughs> meant to say like three hundred pounds. <laughs> um, actually, I just went to the doctor today. Just peaked at one fifty. All right. LBS. That's we're getting there. That's pretty good. I don't know if that's good or bad. When you say you're getting there, are you trying to go up or down? I don't know. It's, <laughs> I'm cultivating mass. You're getting somewhere. Yeah. There is what, relative. What do they say? I'm harvesting mass? I don't I'm know. Cultivating mass. Stop cultivating and start harvesting <laughs> is what my wife would always say. Uh, okay. Interesting week. You've got on some sweet tree-torn shoes yes. that I used to have. I'm glad that I inspired you to buy... Uh, some sweet tennis shoes for once in your life with your, what do you usually wear? Like Keds? <laughs> yeah. The, well, I used to get the Rite Aid brand, but they don't have Rite Aid anymore. I know. It's so, so sad. Where do I buy shoes? Good thing I bought 50 pairs. Have you checked CVS? Nope. I think they have a solid line of shoes. Um, but I also know that, um, Walgreens, Walgreens <laughs> is usually where I get mine. They sell Dr. Scholl's shoes. What else do you need? Nothing. No. It's actually prescribed by my doctor. Uh, <laughs> it was a solid way to uh, to begin our, our 10th episode. Number Is this 10. episode 10? Double digits. Yes. Double digits. And I couldn't be more excited uh, for the 10th episode because we got, we got a lot to cover. We got some good stuff. We got a lot to cover. So for numero 10. Yeah. As we, as we refine things and as we move in the general direction of creating the the uh experience that we want for our listeners yeah we've kind of made a couple of adjustments so i we were talking about this on the fly as we do yep. because nothing can be planned out more than five minutes in advance right doesn't work no matter what work. we talk about on this podcast everybody just needs to remember that it is pretty much solely based on add yeah, that's exactly right <laughs> um that's all it is. Yes. It, which So I, I have something interesting to talk about before we get into the why, the why, the new branding, the why cars branding. Yeah. So my ADHD has been, I, I don't know if it's been ramping up or if it's just that I've focused more on it, um, more on, more on it. <laughs> um, it has, so it's something that I've had since I was a little kid. And it has led to a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, a lot, lot of, uh, you know, mental health issues, which I always try to be pretty forthright about because I don't think that it makes sense to keep those things to yourself. Like if you had a broken leg, you wouldn't try to hide it from anybody. No. Um, which I kind of understand. If I had a broken leg and, you know, people would understand kind of how to help me out. If somebody has a mental health issue or something like that, you don't really know how to help them. Right. Yeah, it can it's... be kind of uncomfortable. So I understand why people are more likely to kind of keep those things to themselves, especially men, especially fathers who are kind of supposed to be the rock of their, their household or their, right. their family. So I, I totally understand those things, but um, I, I, I want it to be less of a taboo and something that we can kind of share openly. So uh, I've gone through lots of different antidepressants and, and therapies and things like that. And nothing has really, it kind of is the depression, anxiety, ADHD has kind of ebbed and flowed a little bit, um, you know, in times of anxiety or times of stress. Yeah. Uh, those things are typically, stress typically exacerbates everything. Um, but I have kind of gotten to a point where I'm just, I hate taking antidepressants because they just, they don't make you feel better they just make you feel less right yeah it's they just make you kind of gray right it's is how i would explain it there's a numbness to it for yeah. sure which can be better than just being super sad and and uh aggravated all the time um but there is a therapy 
that I'm super interested in that I'm actually going to start on Monday. Okay. Which is called TMS therapy. Oh yeah. I've Transcranial magnetic scan. Okay. And it's kind of, it's been around for about 20 years, but it's just sort of starting to come into uh, a place where insurances will pay for it. Yeah. It's Otherwise it's crazy, now. crazy expensive, like bring a trailer levels of expensive. <laughs> um, so I was finally approved for that and it is, I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Uh, so you go in, it's 30 sessions of 30 minutes. You sit in a chair that looks kind of like a, kind of like a, like an old school salon like a woman salon chair has yeah. a thing that comes over your head. Oh yeah. So they map out your brain and see where it is not firing correctly. Mine's going to be all over the place. I know it. <laughs> um, and then they go through and they build something called a protocol. So it remaps your brain basically and helps it build more uh, strength in the neural pathways that have kind of died because of depression and, and negative thoughts and things like that. Um, it's so interesting, but it should be, I'm hoping that it's going to be really good, uh, because I, it, it just, I, I'm hoping that I don't want to take the medication anymore. Uh, and it's, I don't know. I, I, I have done a ton of research. It's taken me a long time to be able to actually be accepted for it. Yeah. Um, it took them a long time to build a special machine that was big enough for my head. <laughs> so been waiting on a lot of things. Uh, so that starts on Monday. Which I'm excited about. So the ADHD, the ADD, they have something that they can build into that that will hopefully alleviate some of those issues. That's so cool. Issues. Um, it's pretty amazing what they're doing these days. Yeah. Like it does seem like for a long time it was just like, here, take this, throw this pill at it. And yeah. in a lot of cases that works. Like sure, medications are awesome. Sure. But I don't think it's the answer for everything. Yeah. And stuff like this is super interesting to me recently. Just yeah. like different ways to to solve problems it's right yeah well and it was interesting so i had always i didn't know that i had adhd until about a year and a half ago two years ago yeah um but i went to see a doctor that you referred me to yeah she's uh, she, awesome she's great um so i went in and i was explaining to her kind of what i had been experiencing for the last what, 25 years basically mm -hmm. she's like no i don't think you have depression i think you have adhd that has led to it and she, before I, you know, mentioned anything, I didn't tell her about my history or anything like that. She basically said, this is how I think your she mapped experience out your whole went. Life. She mapped out my whole life. And it was dead on. It was dead on. And I was like, oh man, yeah. maybe I do have ADHD. Um, yeah. As I was, you know, rapidly darting my eyes around the room, couldn't focus <laughs> Trying on Trying to escape. Yeah. I was like, oh man, <laughs> this is, what am I, six? <laughs> so that was, uh, that was interesting. So I was prescribed, you know, Adderall. And Ritalin and those things worked okay for a little bit. Mm. It made me, it magnified my anxiety by like 500. Yeah. Which was difficult. Um, so I am really excited for this, this treatment. I hope it works out yeah. pretty well. I will say that is the reason I like that doctor though, is because like I've been to doctors before who have tried to help me with ADD or whatever. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, I'll just try this. Oh, I'll just try it. Like they don't ask you questions. They don't like... Yeah. They're yeah. just like, oh, you just have ADD, try this. But yeah. she is like, Treating let's the find cause. the root of the problem. Yep. Because you're right, like ADD can lead to depression and anxiety. Anxiety can lead to yeah. depression and ADD in some sense. Right. So it's like it's finding like, the root cause yeah. is actually... It's like if you're driving a car and you have really strange tire wear on your front tires. Yeah. And all you do is replace the tires. That's not going to fix the issue. No. Um, so don't buy an Audi. <laughs> hey wait <laughs> uh so yeah so that's that before we jumped in i wanted to we talk a lot about our adhd yeah but uh you know also looking for solutions and trying to figure out ways to make it i, I uh adhd and depression mental health stuff since uh 2020 have really been they've had more of a light shown on them yeah with the and it pandemic. just no, don't say it. Don't <laughs> say it. Uh, I'm wearing three masks right now, by the way. If you right. can't see me, just in case, yeah, uh, I'm wearing three masks and gloves and a face shield, and I have hydroxychloroquine on my desk, just in case. <laughs> so you got the perfect setup. It's not bad. So I just I, I want if if nothing else comes from this episode, 
I hope people are okay, you know, sharing that yeah. with people. And uh, it, it just makes it more of an inclusive environment for people to be themselves, I think. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that, uh, I mean, you and I, especially, I think it's kind of a thing our family has always done uh-huh. is with stuff that is like maybe uncomfortable to talk about or whatever. We yeah. we kind of resort to sarcasm. So on this podcast, like we've mentioned ADD a lot. And it's always been in a sarcastic sense. 99% but, of the time. Yeah, but it actually like, it it causes some, some, some difficulties for both of us. So as much as we like are... But- sarcastic about it and everything yeah. like it's it is like a legitimate thing that we're both trying to work through navigate. and deal with and navigate yep and i will say there are like some fun things that have come from it like the the conversations we have the way we look at cars think about cars yeah. like i think it stems from that but yeah definitely. i think sarcasm is pretty fun uh I, most I do of the too. time i do too it gets me into trouble sometimes but absolutely but that's fun too that's that can be fun <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the the ADHD thing, it's it's definitely interesting, and it's just more, it's becoming more commonplace. Yeah. So it's just a part of a lot of people's lives, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so it's not. Yeah, I don't know why it was so taboo for a long time. I, you know, I think it goes back to why I, I think it's uncomfortable for people to be around something they don't understand. It's like why I'm uncomfortable being around newborns. I don't understand them or what they're trying to communicate. Um, But also they just, people want, genuinely, I think people want to help. Uh, Like I said, if you have a broken leg, I know how to help you. I can, you know, I I can do the things I can to help you. But if you have uh, something that I can't see, I don't know how to help you. It's a little more difficult. And Yeah, it makes me feel uh, weird, strange. Yeah. Okay. Well, I agree. That out of the way. Um, our intro for this week. Uh, I, so we want to shift a little bit and we talk about a ton of things on this podcast, but our main focus is, is cars, automobiles. Yep. As it is in our daily lives. That's what we love. Yes. It's, uh, it's a major unifying factor in our family and with our friends, not with our wives quite as much, <laughs> but definitely, uh, definitely is a unifying factor. Um, why, what, so I'm going to add, I'm going to be straightforward. Why? Why? Why for Mm. you? I think for me, it's just something that, I mean, of course, like dad always taught us about cool cars and I remember going to car shows and stuff with him. So that's part of it for sure. But I feel like with any, with anybody in any hobby, like no matter how you got into it, you kind of like mature through it and almost find your like why you stick with it your niche yeah um for me cars is just like i don't want to say it's like an escape but like i can get in a car i can turn on music and i can enjoy i can enjoy getting from one place to another i can like there's so many things like the personality that each car has or the lack of personality that the some lack cars of have. <laughs> First car, Camry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, th- I just think there's so many, like, I've been thinking for a long time about actually sitting down and, and like, writing this out to try and, and figure out the root of it for me. Um, the tap root, if you will. Tap root. <laughs> Scriptural. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, I, I want to try and, and figure that out. So that I can explore it a little bit more. Yeah. But for me, it's just like cars, like my current cars, they're almost like friends to me. They have personalities and quirks and I can, en- like, I enjoy spending time with them. It sounds crazy. No, I guess. Like, I sound like a crazy person to some people, but that really is what it's, yeah, it's, that's, I mean, that's what it really is like to me. Like it's, it's super interesting. To, yeah. There's just so many different things about it. It, it, that's as we were talking about this, I was trying to figure it out too. And you know, you have those experiences when you're a kid or when you're growing up, you're around different cars, you see different cars, but I don't think that really explains why you would love a car, right? Yes. Or you would love cars in general. And I like the idea of exploring it and getting to the, getting to the base of it and figuring out why you really like them because 
there are times when they treat you very poorly. Oh, yeah. Very poorly. But it's almost... Can I... So I'm married to the most amazing woman in the entire world. She puts up with me. I have a disgusting mustache right now. <laughs> um, I'm wearing a brown flannel shirt. And she puts up with me. But it's like when I was dating, be like dating a really beautiful girl who was insane. Yeah, right? I could see that. I, I see I see where you're going with it's that. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's, you never know what's going to happen. It's fantastic most of the time. But every once in a while... She, you know, like leaves you on the side of the road or makes fun of you behind your back to all of your friends. Right. But so I, I think over the coming weeks and months, exploring this, why, why cars, why we love cars is going to be super fun and super revealing. I agree. And that it was funny. I was trying to, I felt like I was sounded like I was rambling a ton when I was trying to explain that. That's because I'm going through so many things in my mind, like yep. why I love cars, why I sometimes don't. Like there are plenty of days where I'm like, I really wish I wasn't a car person, but I, I can't. I think that I can't too. get away from it. Yeah. And I don't want to get away from it. I, either. Can't, I can't quit you. <laughs> uh, what is that? That is from Brokeback Mountain, which I have never seen. <laughs> and I immediately regret throwing that quote in. Oh, um, it is it is though it's it's something that is expensive yes it is frustrating but it's also super rewarding and i really love i just i love how beautiful cars are i love not even necessarily just beautiful cars i love interesting cars i saw a subaru xt driving down the street the other day the weirdest subaru of all time yeah and i was it was so cool i would rather see that on the road than like uh, I, I don't know what, uh, a GT3 RS maybe. Yeah. They're just, just random things like that. So it's not even the beauty of cars for me or the sound that this Subaru XT made. Cause it was rattly. Oh, I'm sure. Well, just before this, we were looking at Saab 93 sport combi wagons. Uh, like, yeah. What? Why? Why? But they're because so cool. They're cool. Yeah. And they're just different. They're just different. Yeah. They're unique. Okay, so let's explore that. Let's let's figure it out. We'll come up with some kind of like the metric I, I devised yeah. for whether or not you really love your car. Right. How often do you look back at it when you park it? Yeah. Let's come up with some sort of measurement scale for why you love cars. And if so, how much do you really love them? Oh, man. Okay. That's yeah, going to be, okay, that's that's gonna gonna be, be fun. Yeah, coming over the weeks and months. That's going to take some time. Clarksonian-esque levels of <laughs> journalism yeah. coming down the pike. I it's, like it. It's pike, by the way. It's not pipe. Get it together. Okay. America. Noted. Dad. I'm just Noted. kidding. I don't even. <laughs> so as we're ranking things out, here's the first thing I wanted to talk about today. This is the fourth thing we've talked about. This is the first real thing that I researched <laughs> right. this week. There, I read an article. As I do, I read. I can read. I'm literate. Yeah. This article listed the five best what this person thought were the five best uh automotive coach builders hmm. currently okay and i'm gonna read you the list okay do you want, want to define you... coach builder okay just for people who may not absolutely who may not know. okay so a coach builder is almost like a separate third party automotive manufacturer so it's not a you know mercedes bmw porsche um I just named all German cars. Sorry. Um, those are like first party manufacturers, right? They make their own cars. A coach builder is somebody who maybe takes something off the shelf that doesn't have a VIN number yet and turns it into their own thing. Okay. So I'll give you an example. So there is a company that I have done some work with in the past called Celine. And Celine takes Ford products, primarily Mustangs, and they will get them from Ford before they have a VIN number. And they modify them and turn them into their own cars, basically. Okay. So a lot of people call them Celine Mustangs, but really they're not Celine Mustangs. It's, just it's a, a Celine. Celine. Yeah. That's actually super interesting. I didn't know that they take it like pre-VIN number yeah. and basically make it their own car. Yep. So Celine gets the auto gets the cars from Ford and then stamps them with their VIN once they've gone through their their process. Okay. Cool. So that so a lot of people in the comments, a lot of people were to, uh, comments to this article. A lot of people were saying, "What about?" amg or you know what about um all of these 
Audi RSs. What about these tuning? So those are in-house tuning companies. Right. Yeah. It's That's like different than BMW's M division. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Um, what would you say for uh, Hyundai? Hyundai N yeah. N N. Mm. <laughs> Was that French? Uh. Mm. So here's the list. Okay, let's hear it. Number. So I'll go. I'll go backwards. So you're going from. Like, I mean, not necessarily work. He said five best. He, so said this isn't five, like... he said five best, but he did list them out in uh, the order that he thought was best. Okay. But we're not, we're not saying like, this is worst to best. This is like the fifth best to the first best. That's right. Okay. That's right. So let me pull it open here. Because there are some atrocious ones out there. Horrendous. Yeah. And we, we're going to point those out. Yes. Because I think there were a couple on this list. Okay. So his number five was Celine. Okay. So I mentioned Celine. Yeah. Now, I have done work with them in the past. You have? And I have been to their manufacturing facility in Corona. Um, I've driven a couple of their cars. I think they're so dang cool. Okay. Now, I'm not a big Ford guy. I'm not a big domestic guy at all. Yeah. But going through and seeing how they uh, modify and retrofit these off-the-shelf Mustangs. And they had a they had a couple of F-350s that they were putting big, huge really? turbochargers on. Oh. There's an F-350 there with an unbelievable Gulf livery. What? It was, it was so cool. That's so cool. Um, so that was number five on his list. I will say I've never been like up close to a Celine. I've seen them on the road. Yeah. Uh, but I've never been build like, quality is fantastic. The interior is different. Interior is a little or? bit different. They don't okay. do a ton of the seats are going to be the same. Like they don't modify the seats necessarily, but they have different trims that you can put in. Yeah. Um. They have. I think they can restitch it as well. They have you know different shift knobs and things like that. Okay. But it's not super different than a Mustang. I really like Celine. Okay. I will um, say I'm I'm probably indifferent towards towards Celine. Okay. Yeah. So here's, I'm going to give you a cool story. So okay. Steve Celine, guy that founded it, uh, was a race car driver, saw a bunch of race cars back in the seventies, thought he could build his own a little bit better. So he took an original Fox body Mustang, probably one of the most awful, <laughs> <laughs> one of the most awful versions of the Mustang. Hard to disagree there. Yeah, man. But he went to uh, built his very own Mustang, like completely retrofitted it, modified it. Uh, drove it across the country to try to sell it, sold it to a shop, drove all the way back across the country, did that again five or six more times. Oh, man. And it just kind of turned into this. It he blossomed. made it across the country in a Fox body Mustang. Well, it took him eight months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was, so that kind of spawned it. And he like took that drive with his daughter, his little daughter. That, that's That's cool. It was really cool. So maybe there's some nostalgia with Celine for me. Yeah, up close and personal. Yeah. And I have a story about the S7, their supercar, for another podcast. Okay. Super cool. Also, that car, the S7, went from a napkin sketch to a fully manufactured car in less than a year. That is seriously impressive, Isn't actually. that wild? Yeah. Okay. I was just listening to another podcast with Elon Musk, and yeah. he was saying that manufacturing is like... And of course, with him, he's like all factual. He's like, it's, I think he said it's like 10,000 times more difficult mm -hmm. to do the manufacturing than it is to do the designing of. I mean, that would make sense. It's not that, it's difficult to design something, but actually right. putting it into practice. Yeah. I can't imagine. He would know something about that too. <laughs> Just slightly. Uh, Elon, frequent listener of the show, by the way. Yes. Elon. Shout uh, out. Fix the body panel and door fitment on your cars, please. Thank you. There's a few other things too, but we won't <laughs> talk about that. Uh, possibly an education campaign for your drivers. Um, number. That's number, what this podcast is. That's exactly right. Uh, there are things I don't love about cars. Um, number four. So number five was Celine. Number four is Rough. Okay. Fully behind Rough. Are you? Okay. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because they built one of my all-time favorite cars. The yellow, the yellow bird. The yellow bird. So cool. 911. One of the coolest vintage Porsches of all time. If you have, I'm going to put a link to this in the description of this podcast. Okay. There's a video of a guy in the late 80s, early 90s driving the yellow bird around the Nurburgring. 
just sending it so hard. Flat out. Sending it. Ten tenths. In no, 11. It goes to 11. It goes to 11. And he's doing it in loafers. He's heel towing <laughs> in loafers, right? So he's hitting the gas pedal and the clutch or and the brake. Yeah. In or no. Yeah. Yeah. Gas pedal brake, same time, downshifting it, yeah. in loafers. And he's oh. just sending it. So Ruff makes, they, they work with Porsches mm -hmm. and they just make, I think, beautiful, exquisite works of art that I, I just, I'm fully supportive of Ruff. Yeah. Do you have any feelings? Uh, I don't. I, if you give me any Robin Gibbs, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm going to lose it. I think that I have been uh, overwhelmed with the, with like Singer and maybe Gunter Works a little bit. Gunter Works, yeah. Gunter Works does some cool stuff. I don't like the headlights on the Gunter Works. Yeah, pushes. it's a little different. I kind of feel like I've maybe, because of those, I've kind of forgotten about rough a little bit mm, it's rough. as much as i yeah that is, that is rough as much as i hate to admit it um so that is kind of why i don't have i do know the yellow bird i feel like everybody knows the yellow bird yeah but it's yeah okay that's, if you don't, though. yeah go look go look up the video of uh, like i said i'll put the link in the description i've, got, I've never seen that video i've got to watch that it is wild have you ever seen the video of uh senna driving an nsx <sighs> No, I need to see that as it's well. It's the same. I think it's around Suzuka, maybe. I Don't quote me on that. Yeah. But it's the same thing. He's in like Kirkland signature khakis <laughs> and a button-down Oxford shirt. Yeah. Just sending it. Um, it's so cool. It's a different thing for that. I remember watching a video of Mark Webber in a Cayman GT4. Yeah. And most of the video is just the pedal box and watching him heel-toe around a track. Yeah. It's like watching a director at a mm. symphony like with six hands oh it's i don't know how they move their ankles like that yeah it's so cool but then when he went over the crest of the hill his car flipped over backward <laughs> different car oh. but uh that is one of the most iconic videos of all time for me <sighs> insane again maybe i'll put a bunch of links this is just going to be a link <laughs> episode podcast i'll link uh chris we or mark weber's crap porsche crash yeah things to watch while you listen pretty wild uh, okay, so rough okay. was on there. That's that's four, right? That's number four. Okay. Number three. Unbelievable. How dare I? What was that? Was that your heart rate monitor? <laughs> no. Oh, it was your ankle monitor. Yep. Okay, you went too far away we from We have home. 20 minutes. You're too close to the elementary school. <laughs> um, number three, Mansory. That's number three? Number three. Best. That's number three on the list of best coach builders for this uh esteemed journalist i'm gonna let you continue with whatever you're gonna say before i hold on let me mop up this puddle of barf <laughs> because mansory is the kardashian family of coach building it is plasticky and gross and it has done nothing to society but torn us apart and drawn us further into negativity and conflict i can't <laughs> I cannot <laughs> articulate my disdain for Mansory enough. And I know that there are people out there that like them. Yeah. There are also people out there who enjoy uh, wearing gold chains and wife beaters. <laughs> that doesn't make it right. Yeah. Riff raff. Riff raff. <laughs> Middle of the mall Mansory. It just, the, the way that they make cars that are probably a little bit obscene so they do a lot of work with rolls royce yeah a lot of work with lamborghini mm -hmm. so they take these cars that are already just crazy yeah and make them worse in every conceivable <laughs> way i think it is worse in every conceivable way i've been pretty up close to a couple um a mansory aventador a mansory rolls royce cullinan i've seen up close uh there's so there's a couple of lamborghini urises okay and they are they're so bad they really they are, are really it's just like i don't know what they do to them i mean i know what they do to them but i don't know what they do to them that just makes it so it's like they got ghastly a bunch of 12 year old russian mafia children <laughs> and just said hey Here's a bunch of gold and carbon fiber. Throw it on there. Glue it on, babies. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they go the, so what's extreme. What's the build quality like? 
the so the build quality actually um is pretty decent there's a couple of like carbon fiber like vorsteiner makes carbon fiber uh body kits like wide body fenders mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. and those kind of depend on who installs them you can yeah. get some really poor installs mm-hmm. so i will give mansory that like their their build quality is is pretty decent sure but i feel like when you're like starting with a rolls royce if your build quality is even slightly off yeah you got no shot i just you're not selling anything. i have never seen a mansory car and been like nice no. it's always just so have you ever seen one and not gagged i don't think so i honestly can't remember though because i blocked it off from my memory okay next on the list number two i i I understand where you're gonna go with this one okay alpina oh yeah i can see why that's number two um i love alpinas i I feel like they're way more common in uh in europe except now i've started seeing since they came out with the xb7 so like alpina of the x7 um i think it's like I, I just, I really like them. I think they look sweet. I, so there are a couple that live pretty close to me and I see them pretty frequently. Yeah. I really like them too. You, are uh, you seeing X, XB7s? There or? are two XB7s and there is an uh, B7. Okay. Oh, and there's a B6. There's a B6 Oh, okay. Too, that's cool. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I, the, They're all blue. They're all that Alpina blue, which yeah. is beautiful. I, I've never been a huge fan of body kits. Yeah, kind of the the cladding body kit cladding makes it feel kind of boy racer ish to me. Yeah, um, but I know that they're just impeccably put together. I've yeah. never loved their wheels. I've always thought their wheels were a little bit fussy for me. Um, but I yeah I I don't I I I, I would drive an Alpina. Yeah. Somebody gave it to me. Well, the thing that I like about them too is they like take it. They make it more luxurious. But they also add speed and power. <laughs> and who doesn't like that? James know, May. Right? I know you don't love their wheels, but I that's like one of yeah. my favorite wheels is I'm the probably, Alpina wheels. I'm probably one of the few who don't love yeah. them as much. Well, and it's interesting because there's a lot of wheels that I used to like the look of, but after cleaning them all the time, I can't stand them anymore. I yeah. see them and I'm just like, uh Now you're just I all still, about all about that yeah if i see a blackout i've seen like powder coated black alpina wheels yeah i'm a hard pass on that they gotta one be of, silver one of the xb7s has uh bronze like oh. a darker bronze powder coat but the alpina wheel yeah oh it actually looks interesting really good. i'd be curious to see that the thing that i really want is we don't get the uh like a b5 estate alpina like a wagon we don't get any that they get in, don't know, get me started on the that they get in europe that is those are some of the best looking cars an alpina wagon doesn't get much better than that for me number one coach builder which i wasn't too offended by this decision okay brabus brabus really yeah okay i don't know if i've mentioned this i have an old mercedes (laughs) (laughs) and the last couple of mercedes i have owned have infinitely increased my appreciation for mercedes yeah and brabus they've increased mine also and i was not a mercedes guy yeah brabus works with mercedes um and they i've only seen three or four in person yeah but they are pretty dang cool um i like i mean they they make it they definitely do some uh aesthetic changes yeah but they do a lot of uh motor and engine changes as well yeah so um i winslow and i have a couple clients with brabus four by four squared g wagons yeah that are ridiculous they are so cool winslow doesn't love them i love them i want one (laughs) i would drive it i don't care how obscene can you even reach the bottom can you reach the door to get in no i don't so there was Doesn't one. Doesn't bother me. I, I was working uh, with a client a couple of months ago. I sent you a picture. Yeah. Uh, my little A4 wagon parked next to a Brabus. So a uh, four so by cool. four squared is a G wagon mm-hmm. uh, that has been 
extensively modified yes with portal axles so <gasps> it's about 10 inches higher than a normal g-wagon yeah they put 37 inch tires on it and it is like a monster it's like a monster truck it really is a german monster truck yeah and it is fantastic but brabus makes it even crazier because they do tons of different body work to it has a different hood has different wheels um they're are they always blacked out completely blacked out no not always one of them is uh is white mm. which is yeah but the other one the other the other one's black but yep. it has like you know they have like the massive fenders they add on yep. and those are carbon fiber yep. and it's got a really cool roof rack like and they the, do some wild stuff. the way that it sounds is like a choir of <laughs> demons yeah straight from hell yep uh and it is it they are so cool so i i really like brabus i don't know if i'd put them number one i would probably yeah. put rough or singer yeah I, but singer may i mean singer is so mo extensively modified right they're pretty much building their it's, own cars yeah, it's not point. even a 911 lookalikes yeah but that does not give singer nearly enough credit um i will say so the one fun fact i know about the the regular brabus g-wagon not mm -hmm. the 4x4 squared mm -hmm. um First of all, they do some wild interiors with those. I don't know if you've seen interiors, yeah, but like they can get pretty crazy. All like solid bright blue or lime green. Yeah, really they, understated, elegant. Yeah, exactly. Which is funny because on the exterior, some of them like, I mean, I wouldn't say they're elegant. <laughs> the Brabus ones. They're a little bit more understated. Yeah. But then the interior is like. As understated as a 13 foot tall Mercedes. <laughs> yeah. That's nine feet wide can be. But the, the regular Brabus G-Wagon. Um, I think when I read this, it was probably like 2021 or 2022. So it may be updated now, but they were electronically limited to 1100 foot pounds of torque. Sure. And the earth <laughs> spins on its axis at 1200 <laughs> foot pounds of torque. Right. To give you some perspective. That's why they had to, that's yeah. why they had to, uh, yep. to limit it. So it wouldn't actually rotate reverse, the earth. Reverse the axis it. of the earth. Superman style. Yeah. That is crazy. Eleven hundred. Sure, doesn't just liquefy the diff. A Ford F three fifty has like nine hundred foot pounds of torque. Yeah. Well, I so I remember uh, doing some work in college with a guy, and he had uh, uh, a big giant Ram, like thirty five hundred, whatever. Yeah. I, I forget, but he had it chipped and tuned, and it had <laughs> a thousand pound feet of torque. Yeah. And it yeah it would ruin your life if you didn't yeah just feather it and mercedes is like oh that's cute we'll yeah. limit ours to 1100 we will limit it yeah not that you're ever towing anything with that but no. just your uh abercrombie and fitch bags <laughs> is that still a store abercrombie and fitch yeah no wait hollister yeah, i can smell it nope i can smell it from here there's one down at the gateway <laughs> 14 miles away i can smell it uh yeah but so brabus so go back over the list there was let's see do you remember the list? Celine? Yep. Rough? Mans Mansory? <laughs> Alpina? Brabus. That's a, that's a pretty decent list. Yeah, that's solid. Okay. That's solid. Uh, speaking of giant 4x4s, I drove a giant 4x4 this week. Not my old Mercedes. Did I mention I have an old ML500 that I really <laughs> um, <laughs> We should talk about that sometime. <laughs> I'm telling you, it would generate clicks and likes. That's the problem. Like nothing. It's just it's clickbait. It is clickbait. Two thousand one Mercedes ML five hundred three. Oh, sorry, ML five hundred. Just yeah. his, we just had his twentieth birthday. <laughs> Next year, will be able to drink legally in most states. Uh, so, but in Germany, it's been drinking legally since since it was since birth. Yeah, since it was. Most bottles are like sixty proof in Germany, <laughs> baby bottles. So I drove a Volkswagen this week. Which you're familiar with. Have you heard of Volkswagen? <laughs> I have. Um, das Auto. German. Uh, it is it's called an LT40. Okay. Which... I don't know if I've ever heard of that. Uh, no. They're, they never sold them here in the United States. So it is like uh, a giant version of a Type 2. I guess it would be a Type 3. Uh, Volkswagen bus. Oh. So like a late 70s, early 80s Volkswagen bus with the slanted front window. Okay. Um, so not the typical square right. transporter. Um, but the the so the, the typical transporter um was 
pretty successful for Volkswagen. <laughs> Just slightly. <laughs> but they wanted something that was a little bit more uh, commercially viable, I okay. guess. So they built this LT40 and they did a couple of things that were different to it. It's front engined, number one. Okay. Uh, it's a, I think it's a... Not very Volkswagen-like. Not very Volkswagen-like. I think it was a six-cylinder. It's either five or six-cylinder Volvo diesel engine, obviously, oh, as you would do. Right. Uh, for hauling mooses. The Germans and the Swedes are always getting together to collaborate. Constantly. Constantly. Um, so this uh, this LT40 is it's massive. It's 10 feet tall. Is it like a is it like a Unimog? It look it has a little bit of a Unimog look to it for sure. Okay. Uh, it has uh, locking diffs, like it is a full on off roading capable machine. Yeah. Um, but this one was a fire truck in Poland before it was imported over here, and the gentleman who imported it for his Volkswagen shop, uh, his Volkswagen modification shop here uh, in Utah, kept all of the lights and things like that, all of the police writing on the side. That is so cool. It, it is so dang cool. So you're still cab forward, like you're over the front wheels. Right. So it feels really strange when you drive it. Uh, just a five-speed manual transmission. It's, it's the most basic Spartan thing of all time. Yeah. The cool thing about it, though, since it's uh, so tall, you can stand up inside of it with no what? issue. Yeah. Even me. At 5'7", I can stand up <laughs> unabetted in there. Uh, but they use it a few times a year. They use it to like go get a Christmas tree. It's this perfect like photo op. It's bright red. Right. Uh, but it was really cool. So it was kind of like the Land Rover that I drove <laughs> last week, but bigger. That's so cool. And cooler. Um, I don't want to say cooler, but different. It, it, you don't. I ne This is the only one I've ever seen in my whole life. Uh, and it just you feel like nostalgic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was praying for another Cold War almost. <laughs> uh, and it just. Again, going back to those older cars that you drive, they just feel so different. Yeah. Well, and um, when you mentioned that it was like used to be a police vehicle and fire truck. a fire truck in Poland. Yeah. To me, that's like going back to the very beginning. That's kind of one of the whys for me. It's like the story behind. There's always a story behind every car. Every car has whatever a story. it is. Yeah. But ones like that, like a fire truck in Poland, yeah. and now you're driving it around on the roads. In, in Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah, yep. like this, it's so cool. It was, it's really cool. That's, yeah. that's a great point. Um, and it had sausage holders instead of cup holders. <laughs> um, Polish sausage holders, right? It didn't, didn't really, but they should have thought about that. <laughs> the center console is perfect size for schnitzel. <laughs> so that is what I got to drive this week, and it reaffirmed. I, I just one of the things I love about cars yeah. just something so random. It wasn't fast. It wasn't comfortable. Does the windshield Man, wiper cool. sprayer on that? Does this do those spray mustard by chance? Uh, relish, <laughs> relish. You can have it retrofitted to spray out mustard, but this one was was red, uh, relish. Rear windshield wiper fluid crap sauerkraut. I was gonna say I thought they'd maybe modified it to run on sauerkraut. No, uh, beer. <laughs> and oh, beer hosting. We're, I think that's German. <laughs> I think we veered into Germany. <laughs> that was that was not right. Oh, and we've been canceled. We have no listeners, and we've been canceled. Instantly banned. Yeah. Uh, yeah. East of Paris. Um, yeah. The satellite navigation only went to Warsaw. It was strange. <laughs> So that was, I mean, that was fun. That was cool. That's a super cool. That's a, I feel like I haven't, I haven't driven anything super cool or interesting recently. Uh, I, okay. Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I actually, um, just picked up from park city, drove it to our shop and then returned it to park city. It was a brand new Ford Bronco Raptor. Okay. Yeah. I've seen. I've and one or two. I have to say, don't say that you loved it. I did. did I, you loved, love it? I loved it so much. What the, did you love the, about it? It just like it drives. It drives really. I, I'm used to driving like uh, there's a lifted Jeep that I drive occasionally. Okay. It drives so much better than that. And I don't know. The like the interior is nice. 
I, I maybe I was just comparing it to the Jeep and that's why I loved it. Okay. And I need to to drive it again and not think about that. But I will say it is it's just it's let down by the the engine. It it can't be an EcoBoost. It can't. It needs it needs a V8. Yeah, if it comes in a Ford Flex and a Taurus, yeah, you can't. You, no. I agree. It it need they need to go back to the the R engine or they need yeah. to have the R engine. Yeah, I feel like do at some do, point do they do a Raptor R Bronco? Th- no, but I feel like that's coming. That's, that's they've got to put a V8 in it. Well, but I can't imagine finish cranking out six hundred different trim and addition levels first. Well, and the Ford Bronco Raptors are selling for like one hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty. Yeah, solid, solid. Bronco decisions. Raptor R is going to be like $200,000. Yeah, for Brabus. That is Brabus money. Yeah. So, but I, I did, I did really, really like that actually. Yeah. Brabus money's like half a mil. Yeah. But that's two Bronco Raptor R's. Yeah. Theoretically. Right. We'll see. Uh, okay. Well that's, so yeah, we, the house I play pickleball at. Yeah. They've got, uh, like I think it was the first Bronco Raptor. Oh, they've got one. Yeah. It's white. I didn't know that. And it, I was talking to him about it and he's like, yeah, it's a Bronco. He was he was kind of unimpressed with it. Yeah. Um, and so I guess I mean well, I will say I have not driven a regular Bronco. I've only driven the Raptor. Okay. I haven't either. Yeah. I will say it is like it is shockingly massive. Like I'm driving next they to They look huge. Yeah. I'm driving next to trucks that are like they at least have leveling kit. So they're lifted slightly. Mm-hmm. And you're right there with them. That's crazy. And it's kind of unnerving to know how wide the front fenders are. Yeah. But you can't see them. I feel like I feel like I would smash the crap out of one of those at some point. <laughs> Visibility. The thing is, you'd smash the crap out of it like on a child that you don't see. The <laughs> right. visibility from giant trucks is so... Yeah. I, like I don't rant against too many things, but the size that so many trucks and even some cars are getting to it's ridiculous completely ridiculous yeah and unnecessary and i I don't there was a yeah there was a lifted f-250 uh in the parking lot of the grocery store the other day and i walked in front of it there was nobody in it i thought you were gonna say you walked underneath it i tried to (laughs) i hit my head on the diff um but it was the the grill so i'm five seven pretty Mm -hmm. tall average nba player height the grill (laughs) hit me the top of the grill hit me right in the nose that's insane. And I was just thinking about my kids, my eight-year-old, my five-year-old. Yeah. You you can't see kids like that unless they're at least 20 or 30 feet away. No. Like, there's a lot of cars you can't see. Yeah. At, yeah, that's... The new that's Ford Mustang crazy. is 82 feet long. <clears throat> 82 and a half. That sounds about right. Three meters, I think that is. <laughs> <laughs> So there is one car I wanted to drive this week. I, I wanted to do something each week where I go and drive something totally random. Yeah. And I found one on KSL, our classified addiction. Uh, listen to the last episode if you haven't. I found an old Alpha 164 on KSL. Oh, is it a black one? 91 black. Oh. Uh, brown interior. It is. Does it have Recaros? The fan- Recaros? It has Recaros. Oh my gosh. It is fantastic. The dashboard like 50 buttons yeah guaranteed none of them work <laughs> that doesn't matter and i know what they're there for love with it yeah that's not what they're oh that's so cool those anything with old recaros like that yeah recaro was top of their game oh, in the early 90s so good yeah it so I, I i'm leaving that there but that was the coolest classified ad that i saw this week was that old that 91 alpha 164 because it, why, why would you have that for any reason? Right. Other than you're a masochist. <laughs> it's not a convertible. It's not a road. Like, there's nothing fun about it other than. It's an alpha. It's an alpha. Yep. I would be curious that to ask beautiful that guy. V6 up front. What his why is. Why does he love cars? Why does he love that? I would you, be super I, interested. You know what he would say? That. Forget about it. Excuse <laughs> 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 i can say that now because i have a mustache (laughs) right it's turning out perfectly yeah my find on ksl this week is not it got me excited it's not gonna get i don't think it's gonna be interesting to you in the slightest okay um but i found a bmw m2 an early one for 
clean title mm-hmm. for thirty thousand dollars, and to think that M threes or M twos are are slowly coming down. Yeah, get you excited? <laughs> yeah, it gets me super because I want one of those so bad. And to me, that's like that seems pretty attainable. Like thirty thirty thousand dollars is. It's cheaper than the average new car these days by like $10,000. So freaking disgusting. Yeah. So that got me excited to see a $30,000 M2. Think about this. I felt you like Mr. Have, Burns. You Excellent. Have, <laughs> you could have six of those alphas for one M2. <laughs> right. And you would have exactly the same amount of drivability time. I was going to say, if you rotated through all six, <laughs> you could have the same amount of road time as the one M2. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I think uh, we covered some good stuff this week. Yeah. So I will go. I, I commit to you. Okay. And to our listeners, Elon. <laughs> Elon especially. I commit to you that I will go and drive something crazy this week. Something different this week. Okay. I'll find something fun. Cool. And like then, the uh, LT40. Yeah. Think about your why. Think about it. Think Everybody about think it. about it. Right. Everybody think about it. I will also say... If you've enjoyed any of these podcasts, like please give it a five star review, share it with people. I mean, we're we're learning and trying to get yes better and just have we're just having fun with it. But if you've enjoyed it, please share it, give it a review. Yeah, that'll help other people find it. We love uh, entertaining and providing enlightenment. Yep. So that's uh we will we will try and give a little bit of enlightenment. But yeah, I also think helping other people discover why they. Why they love cars or why they should. Why they should love, love cars. cars if they uh, don't. That's perfect. Totally agree. Subscribe. Listen more. Yeah. Uh, we didn't mention the Premier League one time this week. We did not. Uh, I just want to throw this out there. That's because we planned this kind Suck of. Suck it, Manchester United. <laughs> Suck it. You have Harry Maguire on your team. <laughs> and uh, a man named Hannibal. So you are sleeping in the grave you dug for yourselves. Yep. You red devils. Yep. Okay. Uh, have a good week. <laughs> Go watch the Beckham documentary. <laughs> we'll chat soon. I can't show you a